a desert planet with twin suns. Why do I sense we've picked up another pathetic life form? Use my knowledge. Much to learn, you still Welcome back to Twin Sun Talks, folks. I'm your host, Jonah Liu. Thank you so much for listening, and I'm very excited to be talking to y'all about Andor today. We're just a few days away from a three-episode premiere, which is super, super exciting. But before I dive into visions and what to look forward to throughout this show, I just wanted to go through a few announcements that we got recently uh, that are of relevance. So first of all, Tales of the Jedi, which is an animated short series covering both Ahsoka Tano and Count Dooku, in the Clone Wars animation style, is going to be dropping all six of its episodes on October 26th. So it's pretty soon, it's almost a month away, and all six episodes are going to be releasing on the same day. So I'll be covering all that whenever it happens, and I'm super excited for it. I think this is going to be one of the best projects that Disney has put out in the entire time that they've uh, had possession of the the Star Wars franchise. Second of all, The Bad Batch Season 2 has been pushed back to January 4th of 2023. So this is a bummer for a few reasons. I was really excited to have that coming out concurrently with Andor, and while it will free up a lot of my time as a content creator, not having to cover two episodes of a show per day for close to a month and a half, I am disappointed that it's getting pushed back by that much because that means that we won't have any Star Wars content for most of... Uh, November, as well as all of December, which is a really strange decision on Disney's part. I can only speculate. There's no solid reasoning for why, but that also probably means that The Mandalorian Season 3 will be pushed back to potentially as late as April, um, when they had initially said that it would be coming out in February. So, a little disappointing all around, but ultimately, I want to be positive and focus on Andor. So, without further ado, let's dive into Visions. To continue, we need one singular vision. My vision. So if you want a comprehensive guide to Cassian Andor as a character, then I would um, highly recommend going back and listening to my full profile of him in episode 106 of this podcast, um, because I'm going to be going through a sort of abbreviated version of that episode at the beginning of this, but if you want the comprehensive uh, sort of deep dive into his character, then go back and listen to episode 106. That being said, the basic timeline uh, of Cassian Andor as a character is that he joined uh, a Confederacy of Independent Systems or Separatist group uh, during the Clone Wars in the Outer Rim. His father was killed during a, during a protest against the expansion of Republic militarism, and he also lost his mother at a young age. He spent a lot of time with an anti-imperial anarchist group before joining the Rebellion, where he served as a captain of the Rebel Intelligence Branch. And then he met and assassinated an individual named Tivik on the rings of Kefreen after learning of a planet-killing superweapon, the Death Star. Took a mission to extract a pilot with information about the Death Star. Traveled to Jeddah where he was captured by Saw Gerrera and his rebel sect. Then, after escaping, traveled to Edu uh, to assassinate Galen Erso, which he was unsuccessful at. And then led a rogue mission to Scarif to obtain schematics of the Death Star plans infiltrated the Imperial compound with Jyn Erso and K2SO and died during the Battle of Scarif alongside Jyn Erso. So, with all that in mind, here's what to expect from the show. So, I personally expect this show to be a lot darker and grittier and more adult than most other shows that we've gotten so far. The Mandalorian is pretty lighthearted for the most part, even though it's 
super, super fantastic. And then there are shows like The Book of Boba Fett and Kenobi, which probably could have used a little more grit. And I think that the fact that it was a little more lighthearted detracted from the show's quality a little bit. But this one, based on early reviews from different content creators and just the vibes of the promos that we've gotten, it seems like this will take a much more serious approach in both its delivery and its just overall feel, um, which is super exciting. As for the content, we are going to be seeing the Empire as it's established sort of more uh, completely than in the Bad Batch. And we see them squeezing the galaxy to the max. And that rebel cells are rising up and finding the courage to act. And we'll also probably see the dichotomy of extremist groups like Saw Gerrera and his men clashing with idealists like Mon Mothma who are trying to have a more nuanced and a little more covert approach to rebelling against the Empire. And I think that that being said, we'll also get some interesting insight into the Imperial Senate and how the rebels operate from within, the likes of Bail Organa and Mon Mothma. And we'll also get to see uh, a little bit about Imperial hierarchy and getting to see like the bureaucracy, the uh, military officers, and how all of them interconnect and how they work together. Uh, and like I said, we'll just get a dark and gritty examination of an impressive time in galactic history. Um, some people and things to know other than uh, Andor himself are Manmothma, who I already mentioned. She is a senator in the Imperial Senate. She used to be a Republic senator. And uh, she is a very influential rebel leader. She is present during... Um, Rogue One, as well as the Battle of Endor in the original trilogy. Uh, it seems like she's going to be a main focus in sort of her uh, undercover work within the Imperial Senate. Saw Gerrera is a character who's introduced during the Clone Wars, but has also made appearances during Star Wars Rebels and Rogue One. Uh, he's been shown in the promotional material, and it seems like he will have a lot to do with sort of providing that extremist perspective uh, for the Rebels. And he was always known for being very radical in his approach to dealing with the Empire, which the likes of Mothma did not agree with. K2SO, I'm not sure if he's going to come into play during this season. That being said, Andor has been greenlit for a second season already, so we have that to look forward to next year. But K2SO is the reprogrammed Imperial security droid that uh, becomes one of Andor's closest companions and allies. I'm not entirely sure if he will be introduced during this season or if that will be next season. Alan Tudyk, who plays him, is currently uh, on the casting list, so I would assume that he might come into play later in the show. Um, but unclear. I love K2SO. He's one of my favorite droids in Star Wars, so I hope that we do get to see a good amount of him in the show. Clone Troopers. Now... This is really interesting because this is obviously set during the Imperial era, but there have been Phase 2 clone troopers shown in the trailers and promotional materials. So that makes me think that it's going to be one of two things. Either we're going to have flashbacks to when Cassian was younger, and it's going to be during the Clone Wars days and kind of get that separatist viewpoint from his family who were opposed to the Republic and their military expansion. Or... We're early enough in the Imperial era that they haven't completely phased out clone troopers yet. And these are just remaining clones that haven't been completely converted to stormtroopers at that point. 
Either way, it's pretty interesting. There are some other uh, scenes that make it look like it's either some sort of prison breakout or maybe some sort of clone uprising. The uniforms that they're wearing look a lot like clone uh, fatigues. I don't know. It's unclear, but it's it's super interesting. A couple other characters that are new, or at least they're new to me, include Stellan Skarsgård's character Luthen Rail. Rail, I think is how you pronounce it, uh, who seems to be one of the main characters and sort of responsible for recruiting Cassian to the rebel cause. We also have uh, Adria Ajorna's character, Bix Colleen. Um, it's unclear what part she'll play, but I she she seems to be pretty prominent within the promotional material as well. And then we have Denise Go, who is Deidre Miro, who is seems to be the main Imperial antagonist at least, like I said, in the promotional material. So she's a blonde woman. Um, and uh, yeah, not a lot of information about those characters because we haven't seen them before. They're new to this show, but exciting nonetheless, and I felt like I should at least mention them. Uh, some possiblies or people that I speculate might make an appearance at least once would be Bail Organa because we're getting the perspective of the Imperial Senate. And with that in mind, maybe we might see an older Leia um, maybe more like teenage year Leia could be interesting if she's like in the Imperial Academy to become a senator. Uh, we also could see Darth Vader and Palpatine. I don't see why not. I could definitely see Palpatine showing up and uh, presiding over the Imperial Senate. Um, Tarkin and Krennic. So Grandad or Grand Moff Tarkin uh, was a um, was probably the one of the top ranking military officials and government officials within the empire obviously he presided over the death star during a new hope and uh director krennic was the one who was in charge of the death star creation so both of them could make an appearance krennic was the main villain in rogue one so that's why i think that he might be involved at least a little bit that being said i just thought of this grand admiral thrawn could at least be referenced i think that that would be interesting especially since he is supposedly going to be heavily involved in the Ahsoka show. I think that that could be a cool tie-in and a cool way to introduce him to the mainstream audience that would probably be watching Andor over things like Rebels or reading the Heir to the Empire novels. Could be interesting. Just thought of that. It wasn't actually on my list, but keep an eye out for that. It could happen. Um, and lastly, or there are two more. We could see some more Inquisitors. I kind of hope we don't. I kind of want to keep the Force users to a minimum in this show, and it also wouldn't make too much sense since Cassian's not a Jedi for the Inquisitors to be involved because their main thing is hunting down Jedi. So that one doesn't make as much sense. But that being said, Cal Kestis is also a player that could show up during this uh, time period. He's the main protagonist of the Jedi Fallen Order game fan favorite that we haven't seen on screen yet outside of the video game so the time period matches up well he definitely could be involved but i wouldn't necessarily get your hopes up too high because this show doesn't seem like the type to have many super significant cameos um but that being said that's about all that i have it's honestly pretty exciting because i feel like i don't have too much to go off of with the show i'm going in pretty fresh so I'm excited by that. I wish that I had more to tell y'all, but y'all are going to be experiencing it along with me uh, for the first time. So that being said, this coming Wednesday, September 21st, we're going to get three episodes 
So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be a hefty day. I'm gonna review all three of them. So get excited about that. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be a really great show. We got 12 episodes. It's gonna take us into November. It's super super exciting, and I can't wait to experience it with y'all. So that being said, this wouldn't be a proper episode if I didn't leave you with just a little bit more. So I might have mentioned this before, but Andor is actually the first live-action Star Wars show to not primarily be shot on the volume, which is a new digital rendering environment that was first used during The Mandalorian. So that's pretty interesting. I think that it's going to give this show a lot of scale and a lot of sort of grandness that other live-action Star Wars shows haven't had up until this point. So super excited for that. I think that it'll make uh, the environments feel a little more authentic as well. So... All that's super exciting. I'm really excited for this show. I can't wait to be covering it and get to get excited about it with y'all. And so, yeah, get excited for Wednesday because we're going to be having a lot of reviews and breakdowns coming up. So get excited. That being said, follow us on Instagram at Twin Sun Talks and make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, Twin Sun Talks Podcast, and listen wherever you get your podcast by searching Twin Sun Talks. That being said, you've taken your first steps into a larger world. May the force be with you, and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye, friends.